Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joined by psychic medium Andy Myers. Oh my gosh, you're a huge deal. Tell us all about you and everything that, that's going on right now. I've had a really weird life, Liz. I guess that's how I'd sum it up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> A series of bizarre incidents uh, sent me back to my childhood that kind of led me down the road to become a psychic medium and and uh, number one best-selling author and yeah it's been my full-time job for gosh the last uh, 13 years or so and you know I'm fortunate to meet a lot of really cool people and even more fortunate to hear a lot of really cool stories uh, many of which involve past life memories and that's what your best-selling books about is dealing with past lives of children yeah, correct. It's actually my family's journey of how we, over the years, we pieced together uh, past life clues and basically followed the trail of breadcrumbs that our guardian angels were leaving for us and eventually discovered that we have lived multiple past lifetimes together and we actually discovered tangible evidence to, to prove it. Yeah, so the book's called The Sky Diaries, A True Story of Reincarnation. And it, uh, yeah, it just hit number one in, in a few different categories two weeks ago. Now, if somebody doesn't really recognize those clues right away, what, what what are some of the things that you notice that, you know, the everyday person might not be picking up on? Well, first of all, I always tell adults, you know, if you feel uh, obsessed or fascinated with a particular time period, a specific location or a particular historical event, there's a very good chance that you may have lived you know, in that area during that part of history. You know, there's a reason that our soul feels drawn to these things. You know, watching a, a movie about the Titanic or the Revolutionary War or ancient Egypt, if that gives a person deja vu, it's entirely possible that they could have, you know, they could have been there and lived through it. And as far as children, children are notorious for having past life memories. So, you know, I, I get these reports from parents of their three and four year old kids who will say things like, I remember being big. I remember last time when I was big and you were little and I was your mom. And they recall living in different places and, you know, memories that are not their own. And, you know, you could think it's creepy, but ultimately I think it's a, it's a blessing that these kids are remembering their past lifetimes because it proves that not only is there life, you know, life beyond death, but we get to come back as many times as we want. Wow, that's that's pretty powerful. And yeah, I know, right? <laughs> th th these are the kinds of things that you can hone in on and answer some of those questions with, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I do past life sessions uh, pretty much every day of the week for people around the country, and it's it's always neat to see, you know, what similarities, you know, what correlations are there from your past lives to the present, and it could be, you know, a fear or phobia that stems from a past lifetime, but. 
just as often it's a talent or an interest or you know I find that people are now employed in the same profession as they've as they've done time and time again in past lifetimes so it's uh yeah and uh, boy I could share some stories with you how how much our past influences the present and, and our current personality well this is super fabulous and fascinating we're so excited that you're joining us this morning and you are open to doing a little bit of some past life reading on different people here in the Pacific Northwest. Have you picked up any vibes on me or Mike this morning? I was distinctly seeing images. And granted, this is over my morning coffee because intuition doesn't work without caffeine. <laughs> As I was having my morning coffee and I was, you know, just kind of meditating or, or daydreaming about what your past lives would have been like. And although this may sound ridiculous, maybe not, I, I saw... I saw Mike in a past lifetime in, I'd call it like the Old West or the Wild West. He was a, like a like a bartender or a barkeeper. I, I see images of him, you know, uh, handing drinks out, you know, listening to people's problems, breaking up fights when things got too rowdy. And it was it was a lifetime where I, I don't want to say he was lonely, but he was happy. But he he was kind of lonely. I, I see it images of his wife or his partner passing away. And he, he never did remarry. He kind of just was a little bit brokenhearted, and he was a good friend. Everybody in the community knew him. Had a, a knack for being able to help everybody with their problems, but um, was kind of his own worst enemy, if, if that makes sense. So, If you swap it, out a deceased wife for a divorce, this sounds like you were describing last Saturday. <laughs> that is all point with who Mike is. Yeah. That's funny. That's I, funny. I, I do like to envision myself as a cowboy, but I'm really not. And then, you know, bartender, that's probably... With all your old wrestling injuries, you walk like one, though. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing that I saw that was kind of funny is, like, how competitive he was. And, and not just, like, in a, you know, like, one-upsmanship type thing, but, like, I just see, like, he was really into poker. And he was just really kind of an adrenaline junkie. So, you know, the kind of guy who would, like, bet... A large amount of money on one single bet just for a rush like didn't even care if he won or lost he just wanted a, a, a quick rush it would depend um, on how many people at the bar bought me shots that <laughs> night exactly exactly yep jenny is super excited to talk to you so are, have you always been interested in past lives or is this kind of a newer uh, curiosity in your life um, I always have been. I'll, I'll tell you what I see and what I sense, and I'll preface this by saying, you know, sometimes our past lives are eerily similar. Mm-hmm. I, I see a lot of past lifetimes, Jenny, where you are, you're kind of a magnet for people. You always were a magnet for people who have <laughs> issues. <laughs> not to say that you're um, a drama queen. I know you're not. You're very low drama, low maintenance, but I, I see a lot of people in past lifetimes who come into your life who need help or healing you know people maybe people who are down on their luck or people who have addiction problems so basically what i'm saying is a lot of past lifetimes where you've been a a a healer and a counselor and a fixer and a nurturer sometimes that was officially you know like as a nurse or counselor and sometimes it was unofficially Mm -hmm. just as the the friend that everybody trusted has that trend carried into this lifetime a little bit Most definitely. <laughs> so what do you do nowadays for a living? Are you, uh, are you like a full-time counselor for all your friends? Um, I'm an esthetician, so I spend a lot of time hearing uh, very heavy things in my treatment room, and I just help people feel good about themselves. That's always what I've wanted to do. That's that's really cool. Um, so basically, you you are a counselor, but you also make people's skin look 
amazing. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've got Wendy on the phone who's interested in how all of this works. You know, past lives are kind of a mix of lifetimes that could be similar to who we are now, and some of them are different. So you may find uh, some correlations to who you are now, but you might also be surprised at uh, the, the type of person you used to be. Um, I see you... <laughs> A reoccurring trend in your past lifetimes has been basically keeping everyone else organized and making sure that they look good, but virtually getting no credit yourself. <laughs> you know, I hope the, the good deeds and, and the hard work you do nowadays is more appreciated than it was back then. But do you, do you still feel that people kind of overlook you or take advantage of you sometimes presently? I do try to set things up and be super organized so everybody has a time and a place where they need to go, what they need to do. And just so that their lives run smoothly, for sure. Yeah, I, and I see, um, well, I guess it would be the ancient equivalent, but like uh, real estate, I see a lot of past lifetimes where you're dabbling in real estate or properties, you know, having to do with the buying and selling of properties. The other one that I see, I see you as a nun, like a devout Catholic nun. And the time period kind of feels like 1700, you know, so involved with church and uh, children love you. Wow, that's great, because I'm actually a real estate agent now. I'm not Catholic. I'm not Catholic. <laughs> not Catholic. I am about Christian, and I do pray a lot, but I'm not like I'm not Catholic. I do have a child, but that's the cra- that's crazy with the real estate part. Yeah, so I assume you're pretty good at it since it's not your first time, right? <laughs> I guess not. It's not my first time. <laughs> uh, now Gina's curious. Gina, are you, is this like a new development that you're into past lives or have you kind of always been into this kind of thing? Uh, Well, I have a friend who um, is kind of a medium and so I've talked to a few people over the years. Yeah, how old is your son? He's 16. Yeah, you know, the the real golden age for, for children, you know, if you have a child who shows psychic abilities or, you know, intuitive inclinations, it usually peaks around the age three or four. That's when they're notorious for, you know, having uh, past life memories and, and even memories of what it's like in between lives. Yeah, you know, here's what I'll say about your son. <laughs> I know this is bizarre, so keep an open mind. He was actually your father in a past lifetime. And so even at the young age of 16, I'm, I mean, God, I'm thinking back to when I was 16. I was a hot mess. I didn't know I didn't know what was going on. Being the old soul that he is, he does have a lot of wisdom and depth of character. And, you know, he's still 16, so he's going to make mistakes and he's still trying to figure out who he is. He's an old soul and he's been your father in a past life. So if and you'll start to see this as the years go by that he's protective over you. You know, he, he wants to ensure your safety and, and your well-being. You'll start to see this as he gets older, you know, uh, fatherly, (laughs) you know, kind of demeanor that he has. But you you set down the curfew and lay down the law and remind him that you're his mom this time around. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Can we just take a moment to say that you never even told us you had a son, Gina? (laughs) No, in my my psychic readings, you know, those are the kind of things I intuit. Well, you are giving me the heebie-jeebies. You picked up anything on either of us or me in particular? Yeah, Liz, (laughs) I did. This morning, you know, I was doing a little reflection, a little meditation, and I saw images of a past lifetime in England. So if you've ever, like, jokingly talked with a British accent just for fun, I wouldn't be surprised. But I saw saw this past lifetime where... um, Two things that you were absolutely fascinated fascinated with, and one was like being on stage. You were you were a performer. You were an actress. I, I believe it was a community theater, and but you were a beautiful singer, gifted singer, good actress, and and I just see these like live musicals, these live performances. 
Well, thank what goodness in that like. life I was talented because in this one. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you should hear her sing now, Andy. <laughs> but, well, the other thing that you were talented at, the other obsession that you had was, was fashion. You were really good at, at fashion and designing. You had a lot of sketches and mock-ups of, of new outfits, and your dream was always to open a, like a clothing boutique, and it, it eventually did happen after your acting days were done. Well, you know, um, yeah, if she opens a boutique in this lifetime, it's going to be stock full of Garfield sweatshirts, velour pants, blue knit scarves, and a tie-dye yeah, mask. Yeah, I feel like I had my life together more in a past life then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, no, I'm with you. You should see my closet. It's nothing but, like, Bigfoot t-shirts. Just yeah. like, <laughs> once upon a time. Once upon a time in England, yeah, you were wildly talented. What you didn't, What you didn't like and what eventually caused you to stop Uh, being an actor at this community theater, which was in London, by the way. You hated the competitiveness and the cattiness of your fellow cast members. Um, You just, you know, you were a team player and not everybody was. People were trying to sabotage you to get your role and you just, you were just such a genuinely sweet person. The other thing that I see is you, I don't want to call you like an animal hoarder, but it was getting pretty close because you were collecting so many strays and wounded animals and rehabilitating and fostering and nursing them and you just had this mama bear nature about you. That's kind of, that's, that's what I see. And I don't know if that carried through either. But I guess one thing I've always wondered, you know, about past lives is if you know somebody in a past life, do they appear in another life after that? Like the, the comfort of knowing that there was somebody you knew before. Do you get to interact with them again or be reunited? Oh, yes, absolutely. And it's called a soul group. And it's, it's, it's fairly common, but you know, people in your life, whether it's a, a sibling or a parent or a spouse or a child, there's a very good chance that you have shared not only one, but multiple past lifetimes with that individual. In fact, in my, in my book, The Sky Diaries, there's a lot of examples in there of families whose children will, will say things like, I remember when I was your mom, or I remember when I was your grandpa last time when I was big and you were little. It's amazing how that happens, and you know we, we come back in different roles, different capacities, but we can find each other again through space and time to have multiple adventures. That's comforting. When I met my husband, Boo Bear, I felt like I had already known him for years and years. There's some people you just gravitate towards. Yeah. We have Shelly, uh, who has some questions. Was Shelly Shelly in a past life? feel like your name was Madeline in that, in that past lifetime. Your dad, you're a daddy's girl, and I'm, I wonder if that carried through into this lifetime, but... Yeah, oh yeah, I was definitely daddy's girl all the way up until my dad passed away. Yeah, everybody called me daddy's girl. Yeah, but in that past lifetime, your name was Madeline and only your father called you Maddie. But I feel like, you know, this this lifetime, I I really do get the feeling um, that this took place. The, The thing that jumps out to me is is how fascinated you were with there was like a there was like a church in town and and there was just something about the the stained glass windows and the architecture of this church that you were absolutely fascinated with and the other thing that made your family kind of stand out as a little bit different is you didn't regularly attend church which a lot of people raised a skeptical eyebrow at you but your family in that lifetime was just more spiritual it's funny because i um just last year my husband and i were up in washington and I pulled over and got my phone and I ran across the street and there was this beautiful white church that it looked like they were going to tear it down and it had the most beautiful architecture and the most beautiful stained glass and I took probably 20 pictures of it. My husband's like, what the heck are you doing? I'm like, there was something about that church that, that 
was familiar and I wanted to get a picture of it because I think they're tearing it down. I said, I just pray that they're going to redo it. Well, we were up there last weekend. They're redoing it. They're not ter- they're not tearing it down. So I was like so happy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what happens, whether it's a, a fascination to us, the architecture of a church. It's like our brain can't remember these past lifetimes, but our soul never forgets. Uh, yeah, I mean, we all get those feelings of deja vu sometimes. Yeah, and the hairs on my forearms have been standing up all morning. Thank you so much for joining us, Andy. You are a psychic medium. If people want to reach out to you, we did tag you on all of our social media. Uh, We're super appreciative. You are a best-selling author based on these past lives, and it's been a really interesting journey this morning. Sure has. Liz and Mike in the morning, 105.1 The Buzz. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 